Again? Yeah, again. Again? Yes. Always. Infinity? Next week. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome back. back. Ah, look at that. How have you been? How how are you? How hard how hard you've we been? Watch Thor Ragnarok and you know we got fun. Uh, you got fun. You? I drank how zero alcohol. Uh, I'm doing good, Andrew. How are you? Doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we good. gotta get into it. We got a lot. My name two. Yeah, my oh, name yes. is Sam Bannigan. I'm Andrew Thomas. Welcome back. Welcome back. But yes, we are doing the rest of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Last week we did from Iron Man to Thor the Dark World. This week we're doing the rest. Yeah. You're gonna get mad at me, but I just need to add something really quick to Thor the Dark World. I just oh, need Lord. really quick. So Last week I even said Natalie Portman wasn't really trying. Yeah. And uh, it was because originally Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct Thor 2. Oh. And for, you know, reasons, creative reasons, she had to leave. Yeah, yeah. And Natalie Portman was like, yo, we need a female director. Yeah. And Disney was like, yeah, sure, of course. And they picked another man. And she was As really mad. That's why she was really upset and just... You could tell she wasn't really what wanted to be there. Also, yeah. Patty Jenkins later directed Direct Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. I love Wonder Woman. It's so good. It's fine. I really it's like, like good. it. It's a good movie. It's the, the best visuals. movie that DC Movies has released. Since The Dark Knight. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not counting yeah, those I ones. Know. But yeah, I love like the, the visual effects, the costumes. We're not talking there's about. The, but we're not no, talking about. I Wonder know, Wonder. but there's not, this no, quick Andrew, thing. Andrew, Wait, Andrew, no, Andrew, 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 no, 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 This is a Marvel episode. This is a Marvel episode. This is Chris Pine wears. You can say. And I really like it. I I thought it was nice. He wears this nice jacket. I think it would look nice on me. It would look nice during the winter. So. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. 2014, so April 4414 came out. So good. So good. Debatably the best? Yeah. Debatably. 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 Debatably the best of the Marvel. So movies. this is the Russo Brothers' first try. Yeah. This is. And now. We're all anticipating for next week. Yeah, yeah. For Friday. Yeah. For Thursday for some people. For Tuesday yeah. for some other people. Shut up. <laughs> Piece of uh, shit. <laughs> Honestly, so this good. might be. I know this isn't the first movie, but this is a huge departure. Their first movie was You, Me, and Dupree. Really? So, yeah, that was their first movie. Wow. But. Scrapping that, but they also did. First... They did uh, episodes of Community. Yeah, but they did the paintball episodes. Yeah, but feature feature film. Yeah, yeah, but they've directed like action. Yes, but s- still nothing to this level. And no, they hit it out of the park. Out of the park. Probably yeah. Number two, I mean, I call it sequel, but don't come in saying like, oh well, Thor Ragnarok or Iron Man three, but the best sequel Marvel's made. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, number two. Definitely. For sure. Uh, so Chris Evans, back at it again. Yeah. Uh, fuck he it. I, like, killed it this time. Watching it, I was just like, this movie is just so good. That speech at the end. Also, the just twist behind S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, like, really well done. That. And the first uh, American Academy 
related person. Oh, uh, movie. Robert Redford Redford, graduated from the school that I graduate from tomorrow. That's Spider-Man 3, I'm sorry. (laughs) Still Marvel. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's pretty cool. Just a fun fact, really. Um, Also, this is our first time seeing Anthony Mackie as Falcon. Yeah. And just Anthony Mackie, before this movie, really, at least for me, all I knew him from was... uh, God... Eminem, Detroit, eight, uh, eight mile. mile. Yeah, this is the. Wasn't didn't wasn't he was in something else? He's uh, in the Hurt Locker. He is in the Hurt Locker. But like, even in the Hurt Locker, I was like, yeah, Clarence. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, he really. He's great. He shines yeah. as like he was a great supporting character. He was a great. He's just a really good character that you could just sympathize with and yeah. Yeah, he's it. great. I I think his like adding having Anthony Mackie in this and in uh like Age of Ultron and and everything and Ant-Man and stuff oh, is like we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's I think he's just great. Like every yeah. time he shows up, I'm like, "Oh, yay, Falcon." And then Good times. to me, cuz who to me who kills it in this movie is I hope I didn't mention her already, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I feel like this is... I thought she was great in Iron Man 2. I think she's great in the Avengers. But yeah. here she is she's like... She's so good. Here is... This isn't just Black Widow. Here's Natasha. Yeah. This is... And I think... Again, we so gushed good. over her last week. I love Scarlett Johansson. She is great. She's so good. She's so good. And then we get the reveal, the title character. The second Winter Soldier. Title, the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan. <sighs> I can't, I can't, I can't, it has a weird. Oh, like the, what are you talking about? His like song. Whenever he shows up, there's like a weird like. Oh yeah. yeah. Thing going on. I know what you're talking. I like about. it. Uh, sounds sounds I love creepy. How, have you seen any like political thrillers, particularly set in the seventies? I know that's a very specific. I'm sure I have. Like no, this is the '90s or '80s. I think No Way Out with Kevin Costner. It's no. very influenced by this. Just because I remember before this movie came out, they're like Marvel movies. They're so great. They're you know fantasy. They're a yeah. political or not a uh, a war period piece. And I was like, they're all kind of the same movie. Let's not lie. They're all yeah. comic book movies. This was the movie to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, we have comic book characters, but here is, we're a political, Yeah. we're talking about the Patriot Act story. Yeah, so good. Russo Brothers, you killed it. Everyone involved, this is really, to me, where Marvel got like, all right, This was such cool. like a, a shifting point for Marvel in general, because like, like... The last couple movies were not the best in a lot of people's opinions. Like yes. Dark World, Iron Man Three, like yeah. all this stuff was kind of like eh. And then like Winter Soldier, and it's like, oh shit! Like okay, this is like because this is the best like, of the best. And we Avengers can, is the fluke, and then this was like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this was kind of like oh, other movies can be really good, mm-hmm. and I think the this this half that we're talking about this week really shows that. Yes, it does. And I'm kind of, because thinking back on last week, I was like, we really picked the point where Marvel changed as yeah, a studio. it changed so much. They where, started yeah. getting in a lot more interesting and new directors to come in and work on their stuff. 
like James Gunn for Guardians and yeah. and, and Taika and uh, like just uh, John Watts. John Watts. Yeah. Um, just getting these directors who had directed smaller stuff and mm-hmm. they they were still kind of up and coming and they, I mean Ryan Coogler like exactly this is his third movie like like it's they just start doing a lot of really good things as a as a studio yeah this set of movies that we're about to talk about they're really out of this world they're like right into the galaxy it's insane Fucking, it's crazy I hate it I hate speaking this of galaxy I hate this bit Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 that I added on but yeah again this is it's not as big as Avengers but it's but but it's really good Guardians it's do you have a story good. about when you first saw it? Uh, I had graduated from high school same yeah um, and I went out to BC with my mom my mom was moving to BC mm-hmm. and um on my way back, I I stopped in Vancouver for a couple of days to hang out with my friend Will because uh-huh. uh, he was going to film school and I was I was just going to fly out of Vancouver, um, and we were like walking around one day and he was like, "Hey, have you seen Guardians yet?" It had like come out the week before, yeah, and I was like, "No, I haven't." Um, and he was like, "Oh, I have like points on my car- on my Cineplex card. Do you want to mm-hmm. go see it?" And I was like, "Hell yes, I want to go see it." Of course, and we yeah. saw it uh, in BC. It was like one of the first movies that I saw. I think it was the first movie I saw after I graduated high school. Really? And it was just like, it was so good. And it was like so funny. Yeah. And I, I, it was just like such such a good way for me to like, because I think I flew back to Edmonton like the next day or mm-hmm. something. And I kind of started a whole new chapter of my life. And it was like, it was a nice Yeah, especially day. with the ending of the film. Ah. It's a very good like chapter it's yeah so so good first time yeah we had thorn that technically takes space in space but really this is a space movie this is divorced from everything that we've known yeah. from the marvel universe which at the helm james gunn yeah i mean since since the first thor mm-hmm. this is the first new thing exactly Exactly. Yeah. It's since the first floor. This is the this new, is the new thing. And we have James Gunn at the helm. Did you know who he was beforehand? No, I had no idea. Uh, he directed Super. This was the movie he did before Guardians, and I love Super. I think you Ray Wilson. I've been trying. Yeah, to you want me it. to see it really bad. It's really good. Also, he wrote the first two Scooby Doo movies, the live action Scooby Doo <laughs> movies. Did he? Yeah, that's great. It's weird. I and remember also, really liking those movies. I, I me too. I loved them. I begged my mom for that Monday at twelve o'clock when they released when they put the DVDs on the shelf yeah. to wait for the second Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> I remember my mom was there. We were there at like eleven, <laughs> and she asked like, "Hey, do you have Scooby Doo?" My kid. And she and the employee was like, "Sure," and they just got it early. <laughs> I was like, "Yes." <laughs> ah. I was like. like how old was I? I don't know. But yeah. Now, major complex that every big boy has is leading this movie. Uh, Chris Pratt. Ooh. The, you know, funny fat guy. Everyone likes him. He's cute. He's adorable. Trims down. Now he's a sex symbol. I could <laughs> never do that. Oh, God. You could. Existentialness. You could if you tried. <laughs> if I tried. Yeah, if I got paid millions of dollars to do yeah. it, I could 100% do it. Yeah. Yes. You um, could. 
Anyway, Chris Pratt. Also, yes. while we're talking about Chris Pratt, he is so good. Like, so good. Yes, but, but he had a thing. Oh, but, the original casting? I was going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it. But we can I talk was, about that. This was the first time I had watched Guardians mm-hmm. knowing that. Because oh. I didn't know it before. <laughs> so this was the first time I watched Guardians knowing that Glenn Howerton was supposed to be Star-Lord. He, it was him and Chris Pratt in the running. And Glenn Howerton, to everyone who doesn't know, is... Dennis, uh, from it's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> and I was watching it, and I was like, what if it was the same script, same shots, same everything, but it's Glenn Howerton? And I was like, this is this is such a weird experience. Yeah. I Because I could see him doing it so well, and I totally the understand why... Yeah. I could totally see him doing it, and doing really well. It's just crazy. The part where I was like, he could have done it, was uh, the part where Gamora's like, this ship is disgusting. And he was like, disgusting. You should bring a nightlight. In yeah, yeah. Or a uh, black <laughs> that, light. Yeah, yeah. I was like, or yeah, the this is full Dennis. I also really liked uh, when, when he's like the legend of Kevin Bacon. I was like, yeah. I, can see, I can see Dennis doing this. Uh, but Chris Pratt. <laughs> He's Chris great. Pratt is so good. He, because, sorry for people who will hate me forever, I'm not a big fan of Parks and Rec. Uh, I, I really watched a lot of it. Everyone who's on the show, I love Nick Offerman. Oh yeah, they're all Andy so Fuller, talented. Aziz Ansari, uh, Adrian Plaza, that's not her name. Aubrey. Audrey. Audrey Plaza. Aubrey? Aubrey? I think it's a That can't be it. I think it's Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, Aubrey Mrs. Plaza. Plaza. I love all of them. And including Chris Pratt, but I was still like, I don't. Uh, he goes like he. Th- this feels like someone who read the script, and this is he was like, this is my first leading man. I'm gonna go all in. He yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. And it's he's great. great. He's emotional. He's charming. He's 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 like a cowboy from to me, like from the 1950s yeah. serials, where you're like, I want to be that guy. I want to. Be him. Yeah, the perfect like level of kind of crazy and nerdy and but still cool and funny and can yes. like gets ladies and is exactly. flirtatious and but then he's like, I'm actually just like really good at what I do. And, oh, yeah. It was great. He's so good. And then that uh, whole cast is so good. It's really Zoe Zaldana, uh, Dave Bautista. I feel like uh, again for the live action performers really shine. Yeah, uh, I think as a. I mean, we'll get there, but like as a collective, everyone does so much better in the second one. I disagree, and we'll talk about him right now. Then we'll talk a little bit. Drax, I feel like, kills it in this. I feel like yeah, this would have been a hard, a hard line to walk for an actor. But he does really well. I, I think, yeah, I, I agree. We'll with talk you. about that yeah. in a little bit. Uh, and then our motion capture guardians, our animated guardians, Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper. I still don't get why they got Vin Diesel to do it. Because, you know, gotta get that paycheck. <laughs> but like anybody, Sean Gunn could have done it. He was yeah. already doing everything else. I am grouped. Like, I could have done it. Give yeah, me money, Marvel. Exactly. Like anybody, <laughs> get that pick a random for guy. Free. Just like walk around the streets and be like, hey, can you just say I am Groot really well? They should have made really a competition quick. out of it. Just like, yeah. And then you're Groot. And then you're Groot. That's how it goes. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't I just also I like how his face it's very obviously Vin Diesel and he but Vin he didn't Diesel do any himself, of the motion capture yeah he, he no wait he did he it. didn't that was for the second movie yeah. he did which even it, but he's a baby group I don't <laughs> Bradley Cooper though I think again, he's great to me one of the 
best voiceover works ever. I think it's like he's, Robin yeah. Williams as Aladdin. Yeah. Some other people I think hit. Yeah. He, he's definitely up there. It's because hearing his voice, that part where he's drunk at the bar and he's like, you know, I didn't want to be ripped apart and put back together again. You really hear it's heartbreaking. Him. He's a great actor. What yeah. can he say? Uh, the villain kills it, or not kills it. He sucks. Other than that dance battle, <laughs> I love that scene. He's just like, "What? What are you doing?" And I'm like, I know. "Dance battle, bro. <laughs> what are you doing?" I really okay. wish during the dance battle he could have done the robot. <laughs> just <laughs> speaking of robots. Age of Ultron. You laughed that time. You're warming up. Age of Ultron. The second Avengers. I was pumped up. I was ready. Were you? I was ready. I was... Before, I what are your thoughts on... what? What is your experience with Age of Ultron? So, I... Much like with a lot of big Marvel movies, I fly to Austin to see with my friend Justin. Yeah. Uh... And we did this. This was the first time I did this because this was the first summer uh, when we were in college. And yeah, we were so ready. We this is no, this isn't one of the first trailers. I think this it was to, <laughs> to uh, not watch any trailers. One of the first movies I didn't watch any trailers. I watched it. I just remember sitting at the end, just being like, "Man, I was excited for this." <laughs> what, why I'm just you, what, listening to your yeah, story. Yeah, no, the way you were... No, that was the end. I was just like, wow. Oh, that was, that very, was not a very good ending to your Oh, story. I was just... Yeah, much like the movie. Uh, so what's your... What was your so, experience? I, I didn't mean that kind of experience, but it's fine. Um, what did you mean? Just like, what, what are you... Like, watching it a couple times, what is your experience? Oh, like with, watch it... Okay. Like, with Now Age of I Ultron. get what you're saying. What's your experience with it? Um, world. <laughs> well, what do I life. carry Age of Ultron with on yeah. my shoulders just yeah, walking yeah. around through life? Yeah. How does it influence my day to day? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever think about it? Do you ever what just walk around laundry? and be like, man, there are no strings on him? <laughs> well, I'm doing laundry. I'm just like, yeah, man, Hawkeye has a family. Wow. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> um, I mean, like. Do you like it? Uh, that's the thing. I, re- I really. I, I remember buying it on Blu-ray. I watched it a lot. Just because I didn't hate it. I and There's a lot of parts I like. Oh, don't say it, Sam. Don't do it to yourself. No. I don't hate it. Okay. I don't love do it. I. Okay, neither do I. All right, cool. But I like it. Uh, I, I like Age of Ultron. I, don't I think <laughs> there are problems. Yeah, but Thor's I like it. bubble bath is one. And I, he's my favorite MCU character. There's like a, there's yeah, a, Thor's bubble bath. There's some, there's some issues. Yes, but overall, I like the film. I, Ultron is done very badly. He and the thing is, he could have done. When I heard it, when great. when they were like Avengers: Age of Ultron, I was like, Are you fucking, Oh my fucking! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh my fucking! Oh my god! It's gonna be! Oh my god! It's gonna be Ultron. It's gonna be so good, it's and then it was try. not, and then it was not, and I was very disappointed. But I still like it. I think that I think what Josh Whedon did um, was like trying to get us to know the people uh-huh. 
so much more in this movie was like yeah, so I, so I good. It. All of that stuff, I I really like the Hawkeye stuff with his family and like the exactly, whole party yeah. scene at the beginning and and the way they're talking to each other in the opening fight, like all that stuff, I think is like done really really well. Language. I think that's I think it's that's like cute. such a good yeah. Just like here is what these people are like. Yeah. And I think that's why I really like this movie because I like stuff like that where it's just like this is just how these people are. This is their lives. This is them at parties, like being weird and goofy and War yes. Machine not being able to like tell jokes to them, but he is like the star of the party somewhere else. Like I think yeah. that stuff was all like really well done and I really like it. So Me I do too. I do like the movie because of that, because you get to see that and then it starts falling apart towards the end. Yeah, when the city was flying. Once the city goes I up in the air, you're like, low. I'm out. Like I But yeah. So let's talk about the new Avengers in this. Quickly, Quicksilver, and... He's dead. Well, we'll still think about him. He's dead. I don't care. Gone, but not forgotten. Did not see that coming? Uh, <laughs> and Scarlet Witch. I'm going to put them as a package. Great actors who can't do accents. Yeah. Other than... Wait, you weren't talking about him. Never mind. We'll talk. My brain is not working. Um, yeah. Uh, when Quicksilver died, I did care. I was like, huh. Hmm. I didn't see that coming. You're right, Quicksilver. <laughs> Even though I knew he was in the one movie. Well, here's the thing. We'll see after this Friday. Someone was like, when the movie was coming out, after the movie came out, he did an interview. They're like, yeah, luckily you only did, uh, you signed one movie contract. Yeah, or do you have more in your contract? He was like, he looked over the cameras. He was like, I don't know if I can answer that. So he's probably going to be in like Scarlet Witch's dream or some shit. Who knows? It's probably maybe not be. maybe they get the Infinity Gauntlet. And she's like Pietro, <laughs> come back. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, and then Vision. This is our first time seeing Vision. Yeah, I like what the actor he I can't remember his name. Paul Bendy. Paul Bendy. Um, he made a funny comment after. Uh, after Age of Ultron, it was like in an interview. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, I used to just like go in to a booth, like say all <laughs> yeah, my lines, and now they actually want me like show up to set. Like, come on, guys." Yeah, and I thought that was funny. He was like, "Yeah, I used to show up in a booth somewhere in L.A. There was a bag of cash. Yeah, and that's why I did. <laughs> and that's what I did. Um, so I thought that was funny. I love. I, I like him. I think he's great. I oddly, I'm always like push practical effects, push that, push that." In this movie particularly, uh, it looks weird. He looks kind of weird. Because it's like, CG robot, CG man, CG everything. And then this weird purple guy just standing he, around. I don't think he looks weird. I don't. I, yeah. I think he looks fine. This is the first Marvel movie where I really realized, I was like, other than Guardians, all your movies look really bad. They're all this weird gray, bluish texture. Yeah. It works. Yes. It works for in, the Avengers. It works for the Avengers, and it works for Winter Soldier. It works for Winter Soldier. For everything else. For everything of, else, it's kind of like, it's what are you weird, doing? But they made that decision colors. as a studio to like film all their movies on the same camera, to go through the same uh, color correction process. Like Every movie is... So that they visually look like they're in the same universe, which I understand the logic behind. Yes. But also, like, let your directors do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, which I think they start letting people do 
I think like in 2017, now. yeah. Like with Ragnarok and Black Panther, with they're going to be like... With Spider-Man. With Guardians and Spider-Man. They're like, okay, now we're going to let people do their thing. By, I just really... Like the whole Hulkbuster scene, I really did like. Yeah, um, I kind of forgot about that. I I like... I, again, it's fun. I love go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. It's great. Yeah. It's funny. But it's just like that the city that, that whole scene goes on too long the Korea scene it's all just too big it's just yeah. too big of ideas it's like I prefer a more intimate story yeah I pre- it, we yeah. got the big stuff in the first Avengers exactly let's do and especially with Ultron like that could be such a personal thing a more smaller a, a story a small fight exactly a small fight a very small little ant size <laughs> I like led you into that one, you and did. I hated it, and I hated it even more. Ant yeah, Man. So, a lot of thoughts about Ant Man. A lot of thoughts. We know we have a lot of thoughts because it's actually pretty good. It is good. It's actually really. It fun. is good. A lot of people were like ragging on it. A lot of my friends when yeah. it came out, they were like, "Oh, Ant Man sucked. Oh, it's not. It's not very good." I saw it. And I was like, suck. "I was like, that's a good. That's a good time. I had a good time." Yeah. Paul Rudd is so good. Really, so yeah. Let's talk about the cast, and then we'll talk about the stuff. What we're thinking about yeah. later. Paul Rudd. Uh-huh. I remember because it was between him and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Paul Rudd for Ant Man. Again, because he's such a goofy guy already. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're already doing the goofiest character yeah, that you could possibly. Yeah, do. like of course get the goofiest dude. Exactly. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be good, but. Just, just Paul Rudd, just exactly, just real, and especially with the director that was originally going to be doing this movie. We'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> it, would, it just would have been so. Uh, but yeah, Paul Rudd, I think really, I don't know. A lot of people deal with like tragedies and like emotional things with comedy, and just yeah. having a comedic actor be a criminal, be a cat burglar, be yeah. And but yet you still look at his eyes. He still has that like twinkle. It was it's it's it was really great. good casting. Yeah, fantastic um, casting. And then we go to Mister Pim, Border Hank Pim. Yeah. Uh, the game, Basic Instinct. You, I'm the movie guy, Sam. I know. That's name? why I want you Michael to get Douglas. this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I was like, not Kirk Douglas. The, not Kirk the, Douglas. His son. The second and third connection to the Academy. Paul Rudd. Went to the academy, uh-huh. and Kurt and Douglas went, went to the academy, and his and his son <laughs> is in Ant Man. Fun facts about the school, but I think he was great. Um, yeah, Michael Douglas is in that like clout of actors like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like you put him in a movie, and he's gonna he's gonna do. Good. But here's the thing: like those actors, he kind of doesn't try. Like Robert De Niro. Al Pacino yeah. there's some like recently like you don't try and Michael Douglas too oddly in Ant-Man Ant he's Man. like having fun he's having fun he's into yeah. it he's into he's it very into it and because because and how great of an actor he is you're into it and you buy it yeah the what he's telling him about Janet um, sorry to go full nerd uh, the Wasp yeah, the yeah. original Wasp yeah, yeah. Uh, that, uh, that it's really lie. and it's his performance and delivery of that yeah. that really makes you feel just like oh that's great your wife and uh what's his name 
the bad guy. I can never Corey Stoll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's House so of cars. he's so good. Not getting trapped in a car. No <laughs> uh, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, he, anyway, he's so good. Alert. I loved his. He's such a good villain, mm-hmm. and in the scenes where he's talking to Hank, like you can hear it in his voice, like how much he really does look up to him. Yeah, and he's like, "I just want to be you. I just want to, yeah." Like yeah. all of that was like so powerful, and I was like, "Ah, oh, so good." Uh, and watching it again, I was like, oh. "Sadly enough, watching it again, eventually Lily doesn't have a lot to do." No, uh, hopefully, I'm excited. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, hopefully she she kills it. Yeah, because she doesn't do one, a whole lot in this one. Yeah, Michael she like Pena. punches Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd in the face. Yeah, exactly. That's how you punch. Uh, <laughs> Were you going for the hand, <laughs> uh, Michael Pena? Again, a lot of people would say still the show. I think so, he's fine. He's I so love funny. Michael Pitty as an actor. I yeah. think he's fine in this. I just think he's so funny. And he's like... Him telling the story. Yeah, his goofy... His goofiness, like... Is just like this like weird little like twinge to the movie that I really like. Mm-hmm. And I think... Because that character easily could have been like... Like sort of a tough guy. You know? Yeah. Kind of like, oh yeah, I'm a tough guy, criminal, blah, blah, blah. But he's just kind of this goofy, awkward guy. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, man. Yeah, my brother told this, was dating this girl, and she works at this place, and she, to- she told him to tell me to tell you that I have a safe. Yeah, blah, blah. It's, I was it's like, great. He's it's great. True. He's great. Uh, so let's talk about it. Peyton Reed directed this film, who previously directed Bring It On and a slew of other like small-scale yeah comedies and who was originally supposed to direct it the wonderful Edgar Wright Edgar Wright of Baby Driver Shaun of the Dead Dead, World's End uh, (sighs) so again we were just we both really like this movie I don't quite love it but I really like it it's It's, definitely a fun time like it's a great time and of course do you know the full story or do you just know creative differences Creative differences, like, because Marvel, because Edgar just likes to shoot what he wants to shoot, and Marvel likes shooting a bunch of stuff. Yes. And he was like, why would I do that? That's not the movie I'm going to make? And they were like, no, you got to do it, because that's what we do. And he was like, that's ridiculous. That also. But he'd already already been working on stuff, which is why the fight scenes are dope as hell. Exactly. he was working on those already. And Michael Pena telling the stories. Yeah, yeah. But also, so, Edgar Wright, he had the script, he was like, this is it, this is, this is Ant-Man. This is the Ant-Man. And Marvel was rewriting things behind his back. Oh. And so, when he found out, he was like, alright, you own the character, you own my script, but, peace. Yeah. And, yeah. Just fair. Which is, yeah. (sighs) But, yeah, yeah, I'm just so mad that they could have come to terms that they couldn't I can know. hear it in your voice <laughs> like I know that you're doing it and I hate well don't it. ruin it then I, oh, I wish they went to terms and you know they found a solution but you know they had to went to war they had to go to war Cap- Captain America Civil War there it is there <laughs> Captain go. America Fucking Civil Christ. War Captain America 3 Avengers yeah. 2.5 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Avengers 2.5 let's be real yeah I, I, I like it is it? I don't love it. I like it more than the second time, but I like it 
We watched it together the second time, right? Or your second time? Right? No. Oh, no? Okay. So I like it more than my last viewing. Yes. My last viewing, I liked it a lot less than my first viewing. So I'm kind of in between my first and second viewing. In there. In that little area. I... I have a love-hate. I kind of look at this movie the same way I look at Dark Knight Rises. For me, Dark Knight Rises, when I watch it, I love it. It's my favorite movie I've ever seen ever. <laughs> the moment it ends. The moment directed by Christopher Nolan. I'm like... It's, shit. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, it's, you could have done better. Same thing with this movie. Yeah, no, I I'm totally get that. It. So, I just have a lot of personal problems. Also, to get into something with us personally, this is came out two months after my hopes and dreams were kind of fulfilled and also crushed with Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah. And I was in this weird place with superhero movies yeah. in my life. I was like, have I I think that's love? part of why I loved it so much. When I first saw it, because I had seen Batman v Superman, I was like, oh, fucking, oh, God, okay. And then I saw it Civil War, and I was like, yeah! My problem is that there's so many similarities with Batman v Superman and Civil War, and a lot of people's complaints with Batman v Superman, not with the execution, just the simple idea of it being in Super, uh, Batman v Superman. And it's like, but wait. That's in Civil War. Like what? Give me an example. Oh, Wonder Woman. She was just putting it for money just to market a movie. But Spider-Man's so cool, right? Black Panther. Oh my God, he was so awesome. What? It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. Because, like, well, I don't think Wonder Woman was just put into Batman v Superman to market another movie. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, you couldn't... I think they needed to start doing stuff like this like Marvel as a studio needed to start introducing characters like this because like I don't know like Spider-Man and, and Black yeah we could, we can't just we can't do that and so if you kind of splash them in to a movie like this where it's like there's already a bunch of people let's just go boop boop add them in then it it kind of just makes the rest of their lives easier so they can kind of just do Spider-Man Homecoming and just do Black Panther, and they don't have to be like, this is who the Black Panther is, this is why I'm the Black Panther, this is why I'm that. Spider-Man. Like, it's just kind of like, like how does Spider-Man get his suit? Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, watch the other movie. <laughs> watch Spider-Man 2002. Uh, <laughs> and just fill the blanks. Uh, <laughs> my thing is, with this movie, and with the Black Panther and Spider-Man, Black Panther... It's relevant to the plot. Like, I get it. I still have that same feeling. And I have that feeling with Batman v Superman. just, yeah. And I'll bring up more similarities later. But Spider-Man. First, the cast. All the returning cast, they're good. What do you want us to say? Very good. Listen to the first act of this podcast and our other podcast. They're great. What do you want? Let's talk about Spider-Man. So. Let's talk about Spider-Man. Your favorite Spider-Man? No, I said let's talk about Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Although he is probably my favorite Spider-Man. I just... So, a little really, thing about me. I like Sam Raimi's movies. They have a, they have a little life. special place in your, in your heart, and that's fine. I just... And I can try... And maybe it's just me. I want to be biased. I, but I see this Spider-Man, I'm just like... 
All I see is like an older man in a suit stashed with money dancing. Just like, money, 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 money. And it's just like, stop doing this to my baby. Stop <laughs> it. It's Spider-Man. He's sacred. And I just really, he to me, it feels like the script was done. They were like, we got it. And then, like, everyone at the studio read it. I'm like, this is good. This is really great. Someone busts through the door. Hey, we got the rights to Spider-Man. And then they were just like, here's your script. You're going to uh, need to rewrite some things. Uh, here's some notes. So, yeah, make that happen. Get it better. feels get like that. What was that? I think, yeah. I think this is... I think Civil War, specifically, mm-hmm. is the point... Well... It's probably Age of Ultron, but I think even more so in in Civil War, where they, where Marvel Studios has to start setting up character stuff for Infinity War. Character stuff for Infinity War, and Robert Downey Jr. will not play Iron Man. Yeah, they have to start like setting up to play. Yeah, yeah. So I think they have to start setting up the the relationship between Spider Man and Cap in Civil War. Like that, their little fight and their little back and forth of like, where are you from? Queens, Brooklyn. Like so that, so that when we get to Infinity War and they are friends and they connect somehow, we already have that knowledge from another movie. So I think make a movie. No, I understand, but I think like, like watching because this is all I've watched for the past two weeks is just Marvel movies and like seeing, understanding like where they're all heading to. I've it's been easier to see this kind of bigger picture of like, oh, this is when they have to start setting up this plot point that's in like three movies from now. And like, this is where they're setting up this thing. So I think that's what they're doing here is to set up stuff like that. So like in infinity war, when cap gets hurt and Spider-Man like swings in to try and save him, like, you're not just like, Brooklyn. yeah, yeah you're yeah. not just like, why is Spider-Man helping cap other than they're both on the same side? Like there's a, there's a personal moment there. Which is why there's like the whole, like, uh, montage thing in Spider-Man: Homecoming, and like why there's this kind of stuff happening. But here's the thing: but you can't make fun slash tear down. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, discredit Batman v Superman for doing the same thing. I'm not. I'm, also, not, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. But it's the same. They do the same things, but yet in those movies it's bad, but in this it's good. Why? Because of, because of execution. But I'm not talking about Batman v Superman in any way. Batman v Superman is not anywhere no, near I'm, my mind. No, no, I'm talking about just because films do this. But again, I just to me the execution in all three of the movies that I just mentioned, it's the same way. It's kind of to me it feels the same. There, I don't think one does it better than the other, nor does one does it worse than the other. Like, yeah, Thor t- talking to Heimdall and Mage Voltron, that's leading to Thor Ragnarok. When you see him shoot the lightning, we just so watched Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. See him shoot the lightning out of his hands, it's a direct foreshadow of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But yet, that's bad. I don't... I just... I but, I, but, that ex- but that moment in Age of Ultron feels so weird... Because it's like so out of place, and it feels really disjointed from the rest of that movie. 
Spider-Man showing up in Civil War doesn't necessarily feel disjointed. Maybe it does for you. It, it doesn't does for me. me. Yeah. And so, like, this stuff all makes sense, like, looking at it. Even watching Age of Ultron, like, I was like, oh, I understand why this is here. Even if the scene feels off, because it's like, it seems just like such a weird tonal shift in the middle of this movie for a scene to then yes. shift back. Like, that's strange. But, like, just getting Spider-Man in, in a movie, like... For yeah, I, I guess my thing is that yes, I know Captain America: Civil War is an ensemble piece, and that's what it's meant to be. But still, for Captain America: Civil War, there's a five-minute scene with Tony Stark and Spider-Man in a room, tippy-toeing around with great response. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. It's just, it feels just very. For movies with, you know, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, the first Avengers, the first Iron Man with so much passion and so much, like, love for these characters, it really feels like, all right, we checked a quota, there it is. Hope you're happy. I know, I, we're, I, I know you're pooping your pants I, in the theater right I now. Honestly, That's how I feel. I know. I just, I honestly <laughs> don't feel that way in any in any shape or form. So I can't, like... You can't. <laughs> I can't have that discussion. Black Panther. <laughs> He's cool in the movie. Yeah. He's, yeah, let's start a Black Panther review. Yeah. Um, and last thing, hopefully we cut that part out, but Zemo. <laughs> Zemo. Uh, Baron Zemo. Honestly. Oh, I want to, oh, I want to talk about oh, one other thing. Okay. No, 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 it's after Zemo. Okay. I think after. I think he's top three best villains. Really? I think he's great. I really I like his him. Motivation. Like, I love the actor. I think his, act, his performance he's, he's very is great. good. Like top three? Yeah. Obviously you can guess. No, Loki, he's third. Loki, Zemo, and uh Killmonger? Yeah. In no particular order. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, another reason that airport scene feels so again like again, it's awesome. It's so cool. It's so ant man yeah. big. But it's again, it's just the magic. Hawkeye thing. Oh yeah. That's great. But imagine this movie just the first fight in Africa or wherever they are. I'm sorry, uh, they're, they're that right. happens, and then no action. Just people talking about their ideas and their ideologies. Bucky, he's here. He blew up the United Nations. Oh, what are we gonna do? And then at the end, the uh, everyone realizes that he killed Bucky, killed Tony's parents. That fight at the end with no airport scene, no nonsense like that. Every punch would have just been like, I don't know. It would have just been like, oh. I it would love, have been awesome. It would I have just been like, love that scene. That scene from the moment they like show up in the base to the to when they leave is like so good. Like watching it, I was just like, this is so good. This is so good. This is so good. How you feel is how I feel when Tony brings in the the pins that's signed the. Uh, the olive branch that where the where America came to aid for all the countries in World War Two. Do you remember that scene? It's in the no, I'm I'm so confused as to what you are talking about. Okay. So Like when he shows up with a accord and they're like, let's sign the thing. So after Captain America gets arrested with Black Panther and Falcon. Yeah. And Tony he's just sitting in a room and Tony Stark's like, Hey, I I've just found these. They're the pins that signed. I forget the document. Oh, yeah. 
and then they're just talking. And yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, without this, you wouldn't be here. And it's like, well, they actually brought a country closer to war. How you feel about the ending, that's how I feel about that No, scene. I love that scene, too. Like, yes, like, just... And you're like, Tony, or Cap, just sign it. Just sign it. It was like, Tony, just let him do his thing. Come on. Yeah. It's just like, and you yourself are kind of like, I get it. Yeah, the this is, to me which is why <laughs> I have like a personal thing, which I've talked to you a lot about. Uh-huh. I wish with all of my heart that they had built to Civil War uh, instead yes. of Infinity War. Like, so bad. I completely understand why they're building to Infinity War, because it's like a bigger, more spectacle thing of like, oh, cosmic, Thanos, yeah. cosmic guardians and Thor and all this stuff. But man, oh man, if they if we had gotten this, if we had gone ten years and Civil War just didn't exist, there was just like a third Captain America movie that was like, good, Super everything society. was good. It was another Bucky thing or whatever, who yeah. whatever. And then we build, and it's like shit is hitting the fan, and we are building to Civil War, and we get that same like airplane <sighs> airport moment, but it's like twelve v twelve. Instead of like five v five, yeah, that's cool if you want to play basketball, but yeah. like a civil war, yeah, like yeah. a civil, and it's just like and it, and they're like in a field or whatever, and you just see them all just standing there. You see all the heroes just there. It would have been cool. That shot would have just been like, like amazing, and then just to see them just smash into each other. But would the guardians even be there? That's the thing. They no, but like you have enough other people at this point. I know. But you would need the Guardians if the Guardians were there. It'd be a little strange. I know, but it's... I'm, I know what you're doing, but I'm talking. <laughs> the I think that would have just been... And so I think that there would have just been so much more emotional impact of, like... I get it. Of the punching. And that scene where the the Bucky, Cap, and Iron Man are fighting, that fight scene is so I good. He's my friend. So, so was I. Ah, so good. Take out the score. Have it just be the punches... I don't. I found myself rooting more. Where I'm like, why am I rooting? I should be like tearing up and being like, stop, no, <laughs> mom, dad, stop, <laughs> uh-huh. dad, 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 stop. My three dads, they're all fighting. Stop. Um, but yeah, that would have been strange, Doctor Strange. Fucking Doctor Strange. That's the worst one. What? No, you that was the I, worst. Oh. That was the worst bit. That you've done. I Well, I set it up earlier. <laughs> you were just still talking. I yeah, because I had more to say. I thought you were done. I, I will, apologize. I, it's fine. Sorry. Doctor Strange. Stop being a cumberbatch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Doctor Strange, directed yeah. by, <laughs> by Scott Derrickson. 2016, our first our Marvel, first Marvel movie, movie together. And we can build this dream together. Um, not as bad as the first time we watched it. Yes, that's definitely. for sure. Pretty fun. Not very good. Not bad. But like knowing that it was like a mediocre movie Iron made Man me like it more. Skin. Yeah, I still feel the same way. Yeah. Iron Man's a great movie. So Iron yeah. Man is a good movie, but we've just seen it before. Um, I just that magic fight in the middle is. Still, it's cool. It's still dope. And that mirror world fight, ah, oh, looks so cool. 
And they run past the fourth American Academy connection. They run right past my yes, school. Yes, they do. Which is kind of crazy. It is. That's all I got. saw it, I was like... <laughs> and now uh, it's gone. Yeah, it's just half a second. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, all that magic fighting is, is really fun. Ending's clever. I like that. Durbago, yeah. I'm here to bargain. I think it's cool. Yeah. Apparently... Because apparently a lot of people's gripes were like, oh, why? how does he know so much magic at, at the end? How is he like such a good magician in Thor Ragnarok or whatever? And it's like, apparently the directors were like, oh, well, you're supposed to assume that he was in there yeah, for that's like what I hundreds of years. Oh, well, I did assume that. I, that's what they said. Oh, in the Durbabu? Yeah. Here to, that. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant during school. No. Because you're supposed like, yeah, to, you're supposed like to assume that he years. was in that Dormammu thing for like hundreds of years, so he kept on like trying different spells and learning stuff. One thing, and I heard this from somewhere. I don't remember who said it, but this is not mine. If he had very thick black hair throughout the movie, but after that scene, he had his classic yeah, gray. That would have been very. But good. he has the gray throughout the whole the movie. time. It would have been cool. That would have been cool if he like came out. If he came out. Behind Mads Mikkelsen and and had the the gray right the gray here. and I would have been like oh, oh. fuck oh shit oh fuck <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah um again also the villain's pretty bad but all these Mads Mikkelsen could have been the best Incredible, villain yeah because he's such a good he's such a good actor he's such a good villain actor too yes because I mean Casino Royale Hannibal. Like somewhere he's, he's not a villain, you haven't seen it hurt, uh, or the hunt. Sorry. Yeah. He's great. But he's so good. Like he's so captivating. He could have been Michael B. Jordan before Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Especially because at first, when I first saw it, I didn't know his motivation. I was like, what? Yeah, I didn't really get Watching it. Watching it again, I was like, oh, oh there, that's why. He easily could have been like a yeah. great villain. Yeah, easily. And they just, I don't know what happened with it. Do you think it's on the editing editing floor? Editing room floor? I don't know. Because even his performance in it, I don't think is... Great. Is great. Yeah. I think he's good. He's always good. But Got like that Marvel check and he was yeah. like... <laughs> How many zeros are there? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I don't think his performance is like top-notch Mads Mikkelsen. But it could have been, been oh, just so good. And with Benedict Cumberbatch... Like, who's great? Who is really he's good? Really good as Doctor Strange. He's very good, and I think the two of them could have could have had a really interesting dynamic of of like these ideas and and him kind of being in the same footsteps as as uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character, and like this kind of competing but ideology. similar ideology would have been really interesting. Um, and they just kind of fucked it up. It looks really pretty. It does look very pretty. Was it, it nominated? It would. No, it, a Marvel movie hasn't won an Oscar. No. It was nominated for Best Visual Effects. It looked great. Yeah. So so uh, pretty. Chiwetel Ejiofor, he was good. To me, he's on the level of like Anthony Hopkins. Every movie he's in, every script he's gotten, he is he treats it like straight shit. I didn't love him in this. I didn't love him in this, but I recognized he was trying. He's like solid, but I didn't... I, I think he was really Nothing well about it. About his performance in this one made me go like, "Oh, oh fuck, hell yeah, edgy o four! I'm for that edgy o four! <laughs> all for that edgy o four! Oh, oh!" Yeah, like I wasn't, I, I wasn't dancing in my seat for him. 
I, um, I guess I get that. I also really didn't like the way that they very clearly set him up as the next villain, like halfway through the movie. Yeah, I was if so by the end that end credit scene, I was like, well, of course it's him. Who the fuck else is it gonna I be? Mean, I'm a pretty comic book guy. I know a little bit about Doctor Strange. I almost took it as after Thanos, he's gonna be. Because yeah. he's like powerful in the mystic arts, and like yeah. I hope it's not well, just not sorcerer supreme powerful. Obviously, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't even get to be a master of one of the sanctums. Yeah. He was still like kind of training people at the fucking temple. Still kinda. Uh, also, one last person that we'll move on: uh, Taylor or Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Um, I love Tilda Swinton. She's great. I wish I probably had should more not to have been been cast in this movie, but I understand why. Yeah, I heard the screenwriter talk about like the politics of it all. And no, not the politics. He was like, "We were gonna lose a situation. What? We cast an Asian person, and they're just an Asian stereotype." Yeah, that's and, like, true. Yes, I get that. Like, but like, <sighs> like, do you want a stereotype, or do you want a white one? <laughs> do you want a white person? And some people what? are like stereotype. And they're like, "What white? Yeah." White? Uh, what? Huh? Again. White 2.0. <laughs> white volume 2. White, uh, white but again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, white yeah. volume 2. Oh, I'm, I'm just a little bit <laughs> upset um, that Rachel McAdams is Night Nurse because Rosario Dawson was being set up oh. in, the, in the Marvel TV shows as Night Nurse. And it, I love Rosario Dawson. I'm going to be much like Marvel Studios. We don't care about Netflix. Moving on. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I care about Netflix. Two. Volume 2. Volume You two. didn't do a bit that right? time. I did. I said white person again. White person volume 2. Oh, was that your... Was That, that was, was it? it? <laughs> okay, so... All right, so that now was you're it? challenging me. Now yeah, you're challenging me. All right, cool. I have two more. Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> 2. Yeah. Again. Once more. I like it more this time. Still think it's not super good, but I do like it. I think it's fun. I all the Yondu stuff, all the Yondu and and Rocket stuff is like so good. I I like almost cried during Yondu's funeral. Really? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is so pretty. How could I? Cat Stevens, man, he's great. We didn't even talk about it with the first one. I guess we'll talk about it now. Just the music in Guardians. Great. Dope. Amazing. Dope. Made an entire generation look behind them. Yeah. Music-wise. So good. The uh, Zune joke is also very good. The Zune joke is great. That's still my favorite part of that movie. Um, also, I just love listening to both soundtracks. Oddly enough, they do kind of tell a story. Yeah. And it does follow, you know, they do. The he does really well. Peter Quill. Like storied his motive. It's it's great. James Gunn really. Yeah, they they did really really well with the with awesome mix volumes one and two. One and two. I really hope Infinity War has like an awesome. Mix he's got to have a Zoom. He's got to have a Zoom playlist, right? Like he's gonna like. I want to see Thanos wreck shop, like, but Elton John's in the background. <laughs> I need. I need that, or like Michael Jackson or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> like Thanos is like a bunch to about to like punch something and we cut to inside 
uh, quill ship and just is just like yeah why not it's a zoom why not uh, it has so, 300 songs um, so Yondu he's Michael great Rooker. really yeah but, like brings it in this movie too I wonder how he felt when he was like, "I'm gonna die, come on! I but was gonna get a, I was gonna get a lake house, come on!" <laughs> but he's so good, he's and he's amazing. he kills it in this movie. To come a little bit closer, I think that's probably yeah. the best sequence in a Marvel movie. Yeah, I think it's just great. It's awesome. Yeah, Mixed. part so so much so so many like parts of this movie are so good that it makes. That it, I feel bad that not the entire movie is like that. Yes, you know. Um, what I want to say back in the first Guardians. Yeah. Much like in comic books, not every character need, needs to be there all the time. I could have done without Drax. I could have done without. One Drax. of my favorite. I, characters I, I, in watching the first it, movie. I was like, "Why is Drax going to Ego's planet? Like, yeah. he's just there. He's just there. Exactly. I didn't really need him to be. He could have easily stayed with Rocket." Infinity War? I hope so. Thanos killed his, you know, you you, you need Drax. I love Drax. He was one of my favorite parts of the first movie. Yeah. But much like in comic books, we don't need every character always. No, we do not. And And I think, like, if you had taken him out, there would have just been more time to spend with the, like, budding relationship between uh, Quill and... His father. Uh... No, and... Uh, oh, Gamora. Gamora. Yeah. And then the uh, Rocket and Yondu stuff. I think we could have spent more time on those two... Exactly. ...relationships instead of like, oh, we're also going to like randomly throw in this Drax and Mantis thing. Because yeah. why not? We'll talk about Mantis, but probably by... Not going to lie, re-watching it, my favorite part of the movie is... My least favorite part of the first movie, Nebula. Nebula was, really was better in this one. I still... I, I know you're I, not a fan... I'm not a huge fan of Karen Gillan. Yeah. Um, but I think she does better in this in this movie. I just I don't. The casting of her as Nebula just still seems really weird to me. Zoe Saldana and Amy Pod are sisters. Even though not, yeah, they're not, not that, but like, just like Karen Gillan, like I don't like her type isn't that. I get so that. it's just like strange. She does it a lot better in this one than she did in the first one. Yes. So I think, I don't know what she did. We talk about moments a lot. Uh, The part where they're yelling at each other and they're like, I had you. And she was like, no, you did it. And then she was like, you always wanted to win. And I always wanted a sister. To me, I don't know. That to me felt so real. Like that felt like something someone would say. Yeah. Like, and it was, she was really... Again, she really brought it. She made me excited to see her in Infinity. Yeah, I'm now like, I wonder what Nebula's gonna do. What is she? What's she up to? to? What's she doing? Uh, Yeah, Mantis. Fine. Yeah, fine. (laughs) Fine. I wonder what her role will be in the next. I have no idea, but she's on the poster and Hawkeye's not. So who fucking knows, guys? I know a lot of people are like, they're like, I bet Wong and her, they're gonna be the. Mantis, no! As Thanos kills them, a lot of people on on the other side of the Earth will be very bad. I will be very bad. That would be very bad. 
Don't I do it. Marvel? Marvel? Can't you? Marvel? Don't do it. I know. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it, Marvel. Or else we're going to have you swinging from a building. What? That was awful. <laughs> that was horrible. In what way horrible? In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, Andrew. I know it's midnight. But, like... Let's just get... Let's... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Fucking Christ. That do what <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I really don't like this movie. I like it a lot. Uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, yes. Michael Keaton. So good. What is that voice? So good. I know we're Russian time, but I Michael, need that. Michael Keaton. So good. I need that as my ringtone. No, you don't. No, I don't. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, what is what a Spider-Man. Yep. What a Spider-Man. <sighs> should I go or should you go? I, I'll keep it I like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. I like this Spider-Man a lot. I, I... This is my favorite of the Spider-Mans. Um, not just Tom Holland's performance, even though I do really like Tom Holland's performance in this. Uh, just the way that they portray Spider-Man is like, this is the first time that you see him as the like awkward kid. I think. You seemed you made a face, which is why I paused. Um, you see him as this awkward kid who doesn't really know what he's doing all the time. And... You not only in his performance, but in like the way that they they did his when he's like latching onto buildings and stuff. Sometimes he slips a little bit, and just like little details like that. I, I just do like that. I that do really cool. like that. That it's just like he's not perfect because in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies and in Amazing Spider-Man, it's like he becomes Spider-Man and he's he can climb up walls really well and he can he learns how to swing webs really quickly and it's like. I know there's the whole learning bit in the first Spider-Man movie, but, like, he gets it really quickly. But, like, all throughout this movie, he's kind of, like, he doesn't always seem entirely sure of what he's doing. Like, he shoots a web, and he's like, oh, that didn't do what I wanted it to do. I'll shoot another one. You know, like, that kind of stuff is just littered throughout this movie, and I really like that, of just, like, when he's, like, uh, when he's, like, running on the houses uh, to the explosions... And he's kind of slippy, and he's like, oh, I don't know how to run on houses. Okay, I gotta figure this out. Stuff like that I really like. I really like this movie. I have a fun time. I hate the suit so much. I really, I like the suit. I hate how it's just Iron Man, Spider-Man, Cross. Uh, yeah, people listening, I'm one of those people, like... You, the suit takes away his spidey sense. Basically, takes away what makes Spider-Man special. Yes, I know the ending is he does go back to his hoodie and his original thing that he can take down. He can be a worthy. I get that. I understand. But for the majority of this movie, for him to be... I just... That, that really bugs me as a Spider-Man fan. Also... One thing, just on the suit, Mm -hmm. I do like the way that the suit justifies Spider-Man talking to himself all the time, because like in Amazing Spider-Man, he just kind of talks, Yeah, and it's like, who are you talking to? You're not talking to anybody. How am I going to defeat Electro? It's like kind of weird, 
and you're like, who are you talking to? You're not talking to me. Like, talking to it's just like strange. And so like his like funny jokes kind of come off as more asshole-ish. Because Spider-Man's supposed to be, you know, talkative yeah. in his fighting as displayed in Civil Definitely War. Like, yeah. Um, so, so in Amazing Spider-Man, it just kind of feels like he's kind of just being an asshole. But in this one, he's like trying to talk to Karen. Yeah. Which I just think is like kind of fun. Just a fun little quirk. Who is oddly Jarvis's wife in real life. Oh, uh, cool. Jennifer Carpenter, I believe her That's name. That's really funny. That's really yeah, fun. That's, that's cute. cool. And also the original Betty Ross and Hulk 2003. Yeah. Fun stuff. <laughs> Marvel. Uh, <laughs> I just... Also, because I, I, I know we're sh- scrapped for time, mm-hmm. but I'll just say my big thing. So, Rosemary Harris in the 2003 Spider-Man. Somewhere, after Green Goblin crashes in, she knows he's Spider-Man. She kind of is like, why there's the Green Goblin here? Oh, Peter Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you see, if you watch the movies enough, like me, I know, nerd, <laughs> you you can tell that. Aunt May in Amazing Spider-Man. She knows that he's Spider-Man in Amazing Spider-Man 2. The entire, her entire performance is just, <clears throat> yeah. that's her entire performance. I'm to me with the ending of this movie. With the ending of this movie, it's kind of like, oh, so Aunt May's kind of stupid, right? What? She knows, because for me, in this movie, it's like, oh, the part where she's like, you gotta stop, you gotta tell me what, I'm like, oh, this is her moment, this is her, you're Spider-Man, right? I'm not, I'm I'm your mom, basically. I'm your mom. Yeah, you're Spider-Man. And because also, one of my favorite comics is Spider-Man, he's fighting someone, he comes back home. He's in his Spider-Man suit. It's ripped. He's bloody. Aunt May walks in on him. He's just like... And he just goes to sleep. And seeing Aunt May there, he's just like... Whatever. <laughs> and then he wakes up and he's like, Oh no, Aunt May knows! And the entire comics, he's just like, Oh, what is he doing? And then you see like, Aunt May walking around, getting a sandwich, going to the park. This is real. And then at the end, the last uh, page is just her writing a letter just like... I always knew. I just never wanted to believe it. So, like, still be Spider-Man, but I, I just, I don't know. There's something so, like, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry. I have like, no idea. Intimate, something so connective of someone playing that game. We're going to get personal here. Like having sex. Your parents kind of know you're having sex. Sure. You never say, like, yeah, mom and dad, I'm having sex. That came out of nowhere. I'm just trying to think of something. It's late. But you never say that, but your parents know. You don't have to outright. And it's something very cute and very... And with that ending, to me, it just felt like one big red Spider-Man slap in the face when that happened I don't... I I don't agree at all. I'm sorry. I think that that moment is, is... it, like she, I, she knows something is going on, but I think she's a lot more like, like my mom is, where it's like I know something's going on, and when you want to tell me about it, we will talk about it, whatever it is. 
So he's uh-huh. like clearly going through something. She's like, I know you sneak out of here all the time. Like all this stuff. I know something's going on. He's like, oh, I lost a Stark internship. And she's like trying to console him and blah, blah. And she's, she, I think the way that their relationship is sort of shown in this movie is like that sort of more trusting, like when you're ready to talk about it, I'll be here and I'll help with whatever it is, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that moment at the end is like her being like, what the fuck? This is what, this is the secret. Like, this is what you weren't telling me about Uh instead of just like, Oh, I don't know. You're Spider-Man. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, like, I don't think it's her being dumb. (laughs) Andrew, Andrew. I I don't know. I, I know that there's something very to be sacred. Such like a That's nerd. awful. Such like a loser. But something very sweet and yeah, sacred about that Aunt May and Peter relationship. There's something very important in comic book literature film. There's something very I bet there's other pieces that do that. I know, but this is again, it's personal to me. I love Spider Man. And just with that, the way they did it, the way they executed it, the way I just hated that. Oh, I, I didn't get what I want. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, I, don't, I didn't get what I want. I'm grumpy about it. Why I'm Andrew Thomas. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? Um, and what's on the other side, man? Yeah. Uh, speaking of rainbows, rainbow bridges, God, am I right? No. Shit. Um... Michael Keaton, he's great. Great. We Killed already it. said that. We already said it. The twist. Great. Uh, everyone so loves Spider-Man, mind, right? So Spider-Man. So sp- I love it. Yeah, it is so Spider-Man. I'm really tired. I feel. I am very tired as uh, well. We got one more movie. Rainbow Bridge. Sure. Let's rock this. I Ragnar love Taika Waititi. Taika, be on our podcast. podcast. Be on our podcast, please. I swear, if this is a this, this is the title. Please be on our podcast. Thor Ragnarok, directed by Taika. YTT. Um, so good. My favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so funny. It's so well done. It looks great. Has a message. It's, yeah. It, it's short. It's quick. Some of these movies you're just like, wrap Yeah, it, up. it feels. <laughs> I like Thor Ragnarok a lot. Very funny. Uh-huh. One time he turned into a snake. He knows I love snakes. So I picked it up to take a look at it and turn back into himself and, ah, and stabbed me. So, at the time. It was so funny. So um, good. Again, the returning cast, especially Chris Hemsworth. Now, way back when I said Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man 3, best performance in a Marvel movie. Yeah. I was like, maybe. Maybe. I think Chris Hemsworth in this movie is spectacular. I think Chris Evans in Winter Soldier is spectacular. I think they're both better than Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man 3. I a hardcore disagree with Winter Soldier, but we already went past that. Chris Hemsworth, explain why. He, I just like... I think Chris Hemsworth is such good casting for Thor already, like from yeah. the first one. And I think this is when Taika kind of let him do Thor if that makes sense like he he really let Chris Hemsworth kind of take the reins with that character uh-huh. in this movie and it and it shines a lot like I think he <gasps> he balances like 
the funny and the anger and the charming and and everything. I think he's yes. he does really well in this movie, um, and with like very little script with Taika, I think it's just like I think he just does so well. Yeah. Uh, one thing watching the DVD, it is really interesting. Uh, for each movie, the dialect coach with Chris Hemsworth, they were like, all right, the first movie had this very strong Shakespearean, powerful accent. In each movie, they loosened it up just a little yeah. bit. And this one, they were like, let's let's turn it up. Let's do it. And you can really tell that watching the first Thor and seeing this Thor, they, you can tell it is like someone from another country speaking. It's like slowly you're like, yeah, you're picking up on things. Yeah. You're picking up. I think that's really... That's a really cool attention to detail. Um, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, he is great. He is. Iron Man 3. Um, no, don't get me wrong, yeah, that no, performance is amazing, but I just, I love this one. And, ah, it's just so funny. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Like, Being Jeff Goldblum. Just, just say, hey, Jeff, do you want to come be in this movie and just do you? Yeah. Do you want to just do you for a couple days? And he's great. And something that you said about the first Avengers, I feel very much about this movie. Just like makes you feel good. Yeah, it just it's feels just good. Feel, it just feels great. Um, I really hope they don't undermine it. That in, like Infinity War. That Led Zeppelin cue at the yeah. end. Oh, like it's just like it just feels great. Like it's yeah. just so good, and ah, oh, it's just so great. And the fireworks shot of, uh, of Tess Thompson. Who's also kills in so this movie. So good. So, so since good. Since white people, I'm like, she's going to be something. I'm she's glad so she now has this franchise. Again, hopefully she doesn't die in Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, but she's so she's so good. Kills it. Yeah. It's, so funny. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Somewhere. So good. I, like, when we first saw it, I didn't really think about Mark Ruffalo a whole lot but watching yeah. it again I like watched him a lot more and I was like oh he's so funny he's great oh he's so funny just he's, said, he's like just the perfect straight man to Chris Hemsworth yeah like the way they play play off each other is is just so much fun like the whole when they're like sitting uh, after right after he turns back into Banner and they're just like sitting outside of the, the little house that scene is fucking funny yeah is this the oh never mind I was like is this the first Thor movie with no Earth but Doctor Strange who again kills it great what I oh thought yeah. This was yeah, the yeah. First oh, Thor yeah movie with no Earth no at all no they but, go to Earth yeah for like five minutes <laughs> yeah um and then last but certainly not least probably debatably one of the greatest actresses in our generation oh yeah Kate Blanchett ah oh, she's wonderful. She's wonderful, and she—I think she does really well in this movie. I don't think her the villain is is very good. Yeah, but I really like her. I love watching her in anything. She, yeah, I love, I love Kate Blanchett. So, a actor that does their homework. Yeah. yeah, you can tell she's so good, and she—I like her comedic bits as well. Mm-hmm. Like the I don't care, I don't care who you are, blah blah blah. You won't get into Asgard. And she's like, <laughs> did you not listen to what I just said? Whoever I am, did you not hear what I just yeah, said? I thought that was great. I, I think she's it's, very good. Yeah, it's I don't know because yeah, this movie recently came out, but sometimes you know Andrew Thomas has bad days. 
Yeah. And like whenever I come home since I've bought it, I put this on. It does just make me. And I don't know. I take solace in movies like that where it just piss off ghost. It just makes you happy. Yeah. Taika. Korg. We haven't, we haven't even talked about Taika. I we love just said we loved him. I love Taika so much. He's such a good director. Very good. You could tell he he's one of those directors that he can do everybody's job easily as well, if not better. Yeah, you can he's tell. So good. Just see this. What we do in the shadows. Uh, wilder people. Wilder people. Yeah. He. Yeah. So good. He's great. And Korg is so funny. He's, hey man. <laughs> hey man. You want to hop on the spaceship? So bishop. Yeah, everything here is a circle, but a weird circle. Kind of a freaky circle? <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. so funny. <gasps> the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> oh my god, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like he's so good. I love Taika Watiti. Taika. Taika Watiti. <laughs> that name kinda of sounds African. It's late. I'm sorry. That was your. That was, was your. Really, that I was, was your. That, the only reason why I was like, we haven't talked about Taika the entire time. I was like, nope, 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 nope. The entire. We're not. Time. We're not going to talk about Black Panther because we did an entire hour. Listen in a bit. to it. Listen to it. Yeah, Black. Just listen to our Black Panther discussion. Uh, episode six. Episode somewhere around there. Six. Don't blow up boats. Yeah, don't blow up boats. SoundCloud and uh, iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. Speaking of iTunes and Google Play, that's where you can find all of us. Well, at Welcome Back Pod on SoundCloud and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all that stuff. We're not on LinkedIn or Uber or Postmates. (laughs) Not on any of those. Grinder. I'm not on Grinder. (laughs) Andrew might be. I don't know about you. Um, so yeah, it really helps if you tweet about the show or share it with your friends. Um, there's some cool stuff happening really soon that I'm really excited about. Um, so we're, I think we're, we're doing all that stuff for next week's episode. Yes. Uh, which will be infinity war. The big one. It's going to be really fun. Hopefully. 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 We have what, what if it's, it's bad? What if it's bad? What if it's bad? It won't be. <laughs> Who's gonna die? Real quickly. Who's gonna die? Your top three. Who's gonna die? Iron Man. Why? The top one. Yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man. I just think you. I just think it makes sense. I he started Black, it all. He should I think, die. I think Black Widow's gonna die. But who's gonna die and stay dead? That's my thing. I Not mean, Black Widow. Once they die, you don't see a flashback. You don't see a, a thought. A dead Robert Downey Jr. He's a con. He's Black out. Black Widow. I'm saying it. Okay. Is this it? Yeah, this is this is what I got. So yeah, it really helps if you if you share the show, um, especially with this next big thing that we're doing. Yes, especially summer. Summer's coming up. Summer movie season. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so welcome back to the coming, kicking down the door. Yeah, it just helps out get get traction out there. Um, once again, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on all the things. I'm at Andrew Thomas at all the things. Are you? Did you change it? Oh, sorry. It's late. At Ann Thomas 633. Oh, I didn't know if you were changing no. it or not. I should, shouldn't I? I'm sure someone already has Andrew Thomas. Yeah. You can always me, try. And I just forgot my password. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, yeah th- thanks for listening to our episode. This one's a little long. 
Uh, sorry, it's late. I did graduate, so I was a little busy. What's the graduation song? That's the Olympics. You did uh, that last week. Uh, I don't remember. I have it in my head. I just can't help it. I don't know. Uh, all right. This is uh, T'Challa signing out. Next week, we will see who lives, who dies. Who tells your story? <laughs>